Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Michael Sidgwick, joined by fellow Dadly Boy Michael Hamflick to discuss everything that's in store for us on tonight's show. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We preview and review Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, the show <laughs> formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh! Dynamite Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have wrestling interviews on occasion, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz of course on wrestle culture um raw looks pretty stacked tonight i have to say <laughs> there's like one potential dream match yeah. i mean no i don't want it to be a dream match it might just become a dream match through a uh, force of will and then there's another you know tag team match that doesn't look that good and then a banter match mm-hmm. and then like a big star confrontation which we'll start with Brock Lesnar returns to answer Cody Rhodes' SummerSlam challenge. I love how, like, the implication is he might just say no. Yeah. Like, they have to say, will he do it? Mm-hmm. Of course he will, but, uh, like, it's wrestling stupid. Um, we've got a game to play here okay. because, obviously, he's going to say yes. Obviously, one of them is going to say, well, we've had two straight singles matches. You know what that means in wrestling terms? It's time for a gimmick for the third. Let's have a little tease of this when the ma- when the weapon manifests itself. So, is it going to be anything more than that? Should I be more less cynical? Well, before you, we play the game, <laughs> you're right. Of course, we're not going to have all this build up, and then Brock just go nah. However, could he go nah because he's beaten him and he sees no more? Like he knew that he could have had him at Backlash, and it was a bit a luck on Cody's part. Then he does him outright in Saudi Arabia. Could he? Nope him a bit because there's been a there's been a cowardly bent to the Brock Lesnar heel turn, hasn't there? He turned on Cody yeah. and couldn't see him coming. The fights themselves obviously have been a bit more even, but even then, in the beatdowns, he was targeting the injury, things like that. Could he just say, No, Cody, I don't fancy this, and Cody have to somehow get the match out of him with all of his guile Maybe. and babyface cheesiness? Like, is there something to that? Because Brock's uh, he's like an underrated character guy, isn't he? He's always got a bit of a surprise for you. He's got a bit of banter about him. Yeah. Because um, I think you're like, it's obviously going to a gimmick decider. The rubber match. Yeah. Where the rubber meets the road. Maybe that's where they got it from. I don't know, I don't know where they, they got the rubber, rubber match from. I'm like, what would that be? What's... Maybe it's an old boxing term. Hmm. Well, talk some stuff. Well, yeah. Google, it. Google rubber match. Uh, aye. So, Brock should be saying yes. And the stipulation obviously should be this absolute. Death or glory, it has to end here, all that kind of thing. Cody's got to get his pound of flesh, that kind of stuff. But I would 
think I'd be more interested if Cody could tease Brock into it. I'd quite like that. Brock last year, one of his last great acts as a babyface, maybe one of his last great acts ever, was to just rock up in that Roman Reigns match that all of us are dreading and tip the ring on its side in a tractor. Yeah. It's not that wild to think he might just try and nope Cody out of a yeah. SummerSlam match. Potentially. I have got the answer. Ooh. Well, Google has got the answer, and I've yeah. just looked for it. So you get, you learn a bit of something on today's podcast. Um, rubber match origin comes from Great Britain. Oh. In the 16th century, in the lawn, uh, lawn bowling sport. Bowls. Yes. Basically. Yeah. I want to play bowls when I'm older. Yes, it me too. Like it looks nice so nice. There's like, uh, the area I come from, right, is... Um, well, it's not the area I come from. It's the area in which I now reside. Like the Million Dollar Man in his summer residence. Yeah, yeah. Not his. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's getting the council tax, fixing the roads where he lives. So basically, it's every British town ever. Yeah. Um, every working class British town ever. It's seen better days. Thank you, the Tories, for that. Um, there's some nice streets. There's some particularly, you know, underfunded mm-hmm. areas. Um, there's a little sh- shop and precinct. There's not a big supermarket, which is pretty deranged, mm. considering it's pretty big, the town I come from, uh, where I live now, sorry, as far as, like, it's like a, it's not a village, it's a town, but not like a Huddersfield-sized town with yes. an HMV or anything. Yeah. It's like a town where people live, but it's pretty big, it needs a bigger supermarket, mm. and I'll tell you what else it needs, it needs more takeaways as well. Oh, Really? Oh, it's a pathetic it. lack of takeaways concerning ah. how many people reside in that area to the point where I've never known um, delivery times like it in my life. Ooh. You have to, like, really strategically order very early. Mm-hmm. And then it's a crapshoot because you can't just put your kids to bed, get a takeaway, and it comes. Sometimes you're not, you won't eat until 9 o'clock. Yep. Other times, if you try and get ahead of it and go, right, I'll order it now. Put the kids to bed, and then it comes like when you just take them upstairs. I hate that's the worst one for me because I feel like you know in cartoons where like the old lady's made a pie and put it on the window, and the dog floats towards the uh, the lines, yes, the steam coming off it. I feel like throughout the house, all I can smell is the food that's still uh-huh. in its trapped carry bag in the kitchen side that we've tried to hide from the kids. Going to fucking sleep, don't sleep. Food arrived early. This never happens. But in this place, with it's some nice streets, some not nice ones, it's criminally underfunded, and all the rest of it. You go to the park, and it's quite a nice park. It's not hard to do a good park, I don't mm-hmm. think. It's got a play area, you've got a nice big bit of green where you can uh, play football with James, and, you know. And three then, uh, three top top three goated park items for you. Slide for me. Slide. There's a good one in uh, Jarrah. Good slide in Jarrah. Which one's that one? I think I might know that one. It's not the one near the, like... The farm. The one, oh, no, I'm thinking another one. I'm thinking there's a, there's a low-key goated park on the, just near the, where the pedestrian time tunnel side of it is. All right. Not far away from like the big Morrisons in Jarrow. Like, surprising. It's a bit of a hidden park. I feel like it might be for the houses that it's near rather All than right. for the general No, residence. it's not that one. It's the one next to no, the... I like um, what's the uh, anyway. Big slide is part of a climbing frame, IMO. Because yes. there's a tunnel one as an attachment. Yeah. And I'm a fan of, like, old-fashioned seesaws. Eh, Whatever. But you know they get these like four-way spring-loaded ones now. Yes, that like if you've got like two little kids, they'll sit on it, and you kind of have to like balance the other two with your feet. Yeah, and you get to be like. Yeah. I like I like a play area. Yeah. I like a play area. So basically, the only nice bit, like where you think, oh god, high society, <laughs> is uh, there's a bowling green there, oh, yeah. and it's just like if I could just when I get older want to play this like you, so you can just walk into a better strand of society, basically. Yeah. There's no bench feet on the street, but there's four free ones in the 
Bowling yes. Bowling. The most a, perfectly manicured lawn. Lawn. There's a, I, a, where I grew up in Filey. You're like a rich person in heaven. Honestly, man. Like where I grew up in Filey in North Yorkshire, it's very, very parochial, but like popular coastal destination for the summer, but sleepy, quiet town in the winter. Um, there was a fence. Like, honestly, is that why you are the way you are? There's a lot of reasons why I'm the way I am. It's those VHS is getting caned in those sleepy winters. Oh, my way, I'm on, like, hitting the car boot sales in the freezing cold winter rain just to get more and more Coliseum videos, just to, like, instead of food. I just watch these all day yeah. and go to sleep for the night. There was this fence that was, like, too high for young eyes to see the bowling alley. But, you know, um, those when you get knots in wood? Yes. Like, part, like you could pop them through. And you were peering through, like, the, you remember the Bash Street kids or something in the Beano? There's balls through there. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm with them. And apparently that aspiration never changes. <laughs> well, the rubber match is, in this sport, bowls, mm-hmm. there will be a winner, and this is all started in the 16th century. Keep up. <laughs> if two balls were rubbed together... <laughs> Stop it, man. ...resulting in a tiebreaker... I haven't made that up. I'm not that funny. So two players rub the balls together, and that's the rubber match. It's not like a piece of rubber. It's, oh, they're, they're being, it's a rubber. Yeah. I like the fact that it was just a, like. Like rubbers in the, not the actual yeah, rubber material. Yeah. yeah. That's great. A rubber. Triple H, Triple H would like balls, wouldn't he? Yeah. Jack. All right. Jack. Just the longest route to get to the thing that always happens. Yeah. You see that one the um, trilogy booking is like bowls. That's how ex- <laughs> that's how exciting it is. Somebody tweeted uh, like one of them. Uh, this is the greatest sporting achievement I've ever seen. Oh, I and you're watching it is, and it's like to this guy, and he's got to get his ball. What are they even call? They called weights or something. I anyway, don't even know. Got to get it in between his colours, like green, and the other players red or whatever. And there's two red ones there that surrounding the jack, and there's literally the width of a ball space, and he bends it, and he bends it, and he bends it, and he bends it, and it goes all the way through, yeah. and it knocks the jack, and you're like, that is the best that sport is the best. I've ever seen. It's absolutely incredible. That's a discipline that I could only dream of having. Anyway, Will, uh, Will Vaughan, Hamfler, everyone's expecting <laughs> a uh, bull rope match. Yeah. A Detroit bull rope match. <laughs> you know, that makes no sense. It's, oh, do you know what he's going to say? Dusty wasn't just a cowboy. He was a midnight rider. Yes. There you go. Let's go. Let's go to his line. Everyone thinks it's going to be a bull rope match, but... It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Did they ever trust her with a gimmick? Christ, no. I don't think so. Right, well, I'm on the Wikipedia page, Professional Wrestling Match Stipulations. Ooh. So, it's not like the WWE roster page game where we're picking an opponent for someone. Um, depending on where I stop... If I stopped here, there'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven choices, okay. depending on how much text is underneath the, uh, the name of the gimmicks. So when I go up and down and up and down, you say stop, I'll have to count before I ask you to give me a number. All right. So I'm going to go down now. Just stop when you... Stop. Pick a number. Between one, two, three, four, five, and six. Mm, five. Ah, this is good because it proves people often think we rig these and we don't. We never rig them ever. I wish we had this time. So one, two, three, four, five out of six. Yeah. At SummerSlam 2023, 
It's going to be Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, versus Barack Lesnar in a landmine death match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a landmine death match is a match where explosives are set up at ringside, usually laced with barbed wire. <laughs> this match was first done with FMW in Japan in the mid-1990s. Now, if you'd gone for six... You'd have had a time bomb death match. A time bomb death match is a type of death match where explosives or fireworks set up around the ring are set off after in a lot of time. This match was originated in Japan and was done various times throughout uh, the 1990s, um, including a match participated in by Mick Foley and Terry Funk. Now, if you'd gone for, you'd gone for the classic, mm-hmm. the exploding barbed wire death match, which yeah. you know you everyone's seen. If you'd gone for three, you'd have gone for the double hell death match, and <laughs> um, basically one in which um, exploding or non-exploding barbed wire is put up at two sides of the ring in place of ropes, and the other two are left with nothing, so that basically enables brawling on the outside mm-hmm. and such like that and um, to make it a little bit, less, little bit less confined. If you'd gone for one, it would be an explosion-slash-bomb death match. Um, barbed wire ropes, large barbed wire wrapped, explosion board placed in the ring, laced with a small amount of C4. If you'd gone for two... And this is this is real. We're booking this right now. Yeah. This is this is canon. This is uh-huh. what's going to happen. It would be Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes in an anus explosion death match. Oh yeah! I would have taken a picture of the computer and put it underneath the Twitter link if you'd actually said that. Um, should be self-explanatory. But if you've not seen this, um, I think FMW might have peaked lads match. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an anus explosion death match. It's a match <laughs> where the only way to win is to stick a firecracker up an opponent's buttocks and light it. Once the firecracker goes off while lodged inside an, inca- an, an incapacitated wrestler's buttocks, the match ends. This match was done only once by Japanese hardcore wrestling promotion FMW in October 99. I know the answer, of course. Can you remember the two wrestlers who were in it? I cannot. Uh, Hibu, sir. Right. And uh, Mr. Ganosuke. Oh, well remembered. I wouldn't yet. Yeah, no, 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 said that on Wiki, but I knew one of them. I knew it was Hey Booster was in it. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine Cody just jamming it up there and then everybody, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's well, that's we, all the more reason to do that's it. That's what triggers it. <laughs> Brock's ass. Like, you go, like, whoa, light. Yeah. My sure. father said, <laughs> blow his ass up. Blow the titties up. Before we landed randomly, Earnestly, randomly on the explosive stuff. The only thing I could think of, I thought you were going to say time to play a game, and then be like, right, let's come up with a different stipulation. And you're like, hey, Brock, you know what I want to talk about? Is that beast on your back. And I'm not going to burn that son of a bitch to the ground because he set his own back on fire that time, didn't he? Yes. Like, I thought we were like, Inferno. Who, who can, yeah, who can set each other's back on fire in Inferno match at SummerSlam? See you there. Like, burning rubber match. Burning rubber. Oh my God. Because it's in Detroit <laughs> and in his cars. Burning rubber. That's, oh, that's the best thing I've ever booked. That's 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 word set play. back on fire. Yeah, situational geography pun a bit pun. The burning rubber match. They have not got anything better than that in their locker. No, they have not. They've got not bore up, scabby little bore up. They'll say it was more dusty than it ever really was. Can you imagine though? Because Cody's a madman. I love him. He is a madman. He just gets the rope across Cody's back. Just starts to like oh the friction burn the friction burn on the oh, back he will as well won't he? he will Cody's gonna like try and tear a muscle again just to recreate the set effect yeah like get me there get me there get bro. me there <laughs> there's uh, three more things to preview as far as I can see it one of which is um, Gunther versus Matt Riddle with Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci barred from ringside now one 
This is going to be annoyingly good, isn't it? Yep. The sort of match that you can't help but praise and fall in love with as you watch it, irrespective of the people involved who you may not like. And uh, where does Drew fit into this? Is it just a little... Uh, does Drew accidentally cast Riddle? He's not here, is he? Remember last week? Remember that was what he no, said? No, I never remember anything. He's, uh, I'm filming a movie. It's with Batista and it sounds garbage. I'll see you in two weeks' time. Like, you cast Drew? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I don't. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at MintMobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, like it was me thinking all the cinema was on Fridays, but clearly there's some other They're making so I married an axe murderer. <laughs> He's not good enough for Braveheart, so I'm trying to get on his level. He's, uh, I was trying to think of a, what's a, like... Was it Gigli, the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez one? It's turkey time. <laughs> gobble, gobble. People think I'm uh, just a hard case, but I got a heart of gold. Have you seen Shandler's List? Brilliant film. Brilliant film. Brilliant film. Brilliant. Uh, I thought Shandler's List was brilliant. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. I've got it all. I can dance, I can sing, I can act. So if you think this wrestling business isn't real, take a look at my back. Quite pardon me, Cody. Um... What are we talking about? Uh, I, Gunther Riddle's going to be really good, and I'm going to resent it for being really good. But I, I will get swept up in it if it's the best version of itself, which uh, Money in the Bank absolutely wasn't. Well, I defended Money like in the, the Bank. I like the finish. I defended Money in the Bank because I think we were like, this was WWE Cup, this, but I was thinking, well, Triple H knows how to fill the TV time, and he's saving the banger for TV, and he's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. He's the John Moxley promo from when he smashed CM Punk that time. I'm sorry, he's. I don't know what was supposed to happen. 
what happened at Money in the Bank was just that Gunther very convincingly destroyed Matt Riddle. And you couldn't, you could say it was crap if you didn't like it, but you couldn't argue against the psychology of it because Gunther's just going to have those yeah. nights where he's indestructible. So it was complete, there was a finish, there was a story, the whole thing played out, and it just wasn't this like electrifying bang that we was expecting. And Triple H's like, well, nice move, asshole. That's coming in three weeks on TV because I got three hours a goddamn week in a morning. Yeah. It's weird because nothing that they do matters because what they do is broadly, either broad, broadly good. And that's the thing. There's a lot of stuff that happens on WWE te- television, right? That is good. Mm. Like we were talking up the, the four-way on yeah. SmackDown. It was really good. But, like, you don't really praise it because you'd expect that from the market leader. Mm. Uh, what was weird about Money in the Bank, and this is just an aside because who cares about Raw really, is that I was expecting one of Gunther versus Riddle or Balor versus Rollins to get loads of time and then to, to really try and get, like, a proper great work rate match. But it's weird that he didn't go for it. Maybe because he doesn't have to these days. Maybe not. Or they had to allocate like 45 for that bloody main event that only had five hot minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this would be great. I love that there's no interference. There is no Drew. There could be. There was. I can't remember now, and my memory should be better for this, but last week there was... So Drew isn't going to be there, this much we know, and Imperium are banned. Riddle's got something going on with somebody, and I can't think who that was or what we do. No, do you know what it was? I remember now. Drew is going to lose to um, Gunther, just like Riddle's going to lose to Gunther, and then he's going to turn on Matt Riddle. They become mates. It's your fault. Yeah. It's like Riddle's going to get beaten by Gunther tonight, and then after the match, Imperium are going to come out, and then they can do whatever they want to him, and they're going to absolutely destroy him. And you're going to see the first seeds of the Drew heel turn, where it's like, oh, so you got yourself a bit banged up last week. I told you not to get in any bother. And he's like, bro, they were kicking the shit out of me. And he's like, bro, what's I meant to do, bro? Everyone thinks I'm an asshole. <laughs> came out to save me. And then he's like doing this. You've got a point, Riddle. Yeah, you're not wrong there. You belong in the bin, if anything. But I'll come on. I'll treat you like my pet. Let's go out there and beat him in a three-on-two. You're my baby. stupid, stoner, buddy asshole. I, mean, I can't do accents. I'm going to send Gunther running for the hills, and then when we get to Detroit backstage, I'm going to say that I'm going to kick out the chop, and what's he going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. Claim all one, two, three. Keep your honky-tonk man record and show it up your arse. Triple H knows that if I don't get that belt, I'm going to EW. You might have played my hand. Now, who's the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time? It's not Gunther. It's no honky. It's Brett, Sean, Perfect, and Drew. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Claymore. Mount Claymore, more like I see. I see the title. Me and Shamo for the belt. Back of the line, Gunther. That's what everyone wants to see. She could be to that Gunther guy. It's my way or the Galloway, remember that? <laughs> Might see it again, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see on Wednesday. So like to <laughs> Speak to my old friend Tony K. Well, that's a bit too obvious. <laughs> what about T Can? <laughs> well, it was great being over in London for money in the bank. I took a little trip to Craven Cottage. <laughs> So about the football wasn't even on. Why was I there? You got to be asking questions, Paul. Stuck so looking at the sights, looking at the sounds. <laughs> I tell you what, they say everyone says it's a run down the stadium, but personally, I think it's dynamite. <laughs> hey, Paul, I didn't say in the home end. I didn't say in the away end. I sat in the neutral end. I think about it. <laughs> Paul, Paul, the vex like just absolutely flummoxed. <laughs> See when he was asked, I think it was in the press conference. He was. I want. It might have been about Declan Rice. 
But I'm out of the transfer league, so it's like I'm taking the piss out of something that I'd be flummoxed with as well. But in a press conference, it was like, is Declan Rice, is there a West Ham-related element to Declan Rice's summer? He's moving from West Ham. To, right, so he's leaving. To Arsenal, yes. yes. Uh, and somebody was like, what do you think about the Declan Rice transfer saga? Like, big West Ham fan Triple H. And he was just totally caught with his pants <laughs> out. He was like, man, I, well, I, number one, he's, like, he's good for Robert Stone. What the hell's that got to do with money in the fucking bank, man? And then after that, and he was like, uh, he said something like, it's crazy over here, man. Players have just been moving all over the place. And like, you had to make a Ted Lasso joke. <laughs> Get me the hell out of trouble. You know who I like is uh, Paley. <laughs> it's in the office. Uh, Yo, yeah, well, how about that uh, Diego Maradona? <laughs> Messi? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the go-at is, but uh, it's either Messi or uh, Chris Evan. <laughs> one of the two. Anyway, these marks... This one. <laughs> anyway, these marks, you know, they don't really know what I'm doing from one week to the next. But that's okay. They don't know the inner workings of my uh, of, the, of this business. Um, but I do. And, uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. And they'll keep watching. They're called the hammers. That's why... What, 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 what are we doing here? They're called the hammers. How else? Is that why you picked them? Yeah. Like they were because the sledgehammers, yeah, like take over London, weren't they? And he was like, like he was doing the DX stuff and the hammers. He could have picked any London club while they were over for takeover, and he picked West yeah, Ham. West Ham, sledgehammers. Oh, so what an absolute loser! <laughs> uh, Should have picked uh, the Arsenal, the Arsenal, because uh, he sure knows how to steal uh, Harley races. Yeah. <laughs> And Richard Fleers, of Richard course. Fleers. And Richard Fleers, Arsenal, of course. Um, <laughs> Triple H is also booked for tonight of Vince McMahon. Hurst Highbury. It's Camp. Love the guy, but it's like Jim Cornette. Won't get on a goddamn plane. Castles in Europe. Remember that? I can't remember. They didn't they, have, like, fly east. I'm sure he either didn't play or he would have to, like, go on a ship. on a boat alone. Like, sounds Burkamp getting here in four days. But he, well, like by the time he gets here, <laughs> Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez defend the WWE tag titles against Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. Will this be good? Will that be a switch? I was going to let you take this one. I've got a real thought. Thanks. Thanks, Sage. Uh, no and no. The I like the Chelsea Green character a great deal. And I think it's one a of the great clo- deal. It's one of the well. It's one of the closest uh, cases we've had since Triple H took the pencil of actually attempting to book a woman. <laughs> he, uh, she came in with a fairly defined character that differentiated her from the bunch of utter losers that he sends out there every week. Yes, she can do enough for the character, but she's not expected to be some sort of super worker. Her matches don't perhaps complete silence because she actually applies thought and character-based uh, choices. To her in-ring arsenal, it's not just a case of doing the same like eight moves that everybody does. Um, but they're not going to win the belts. Liv Morgan and uh, Raquel Rodriguez are just the biggest stars they've got. It's not a division. It's never been a division, and it's certainly not one now. But Liv Morgan is beloved still. I think they've really got something in Raquel Rodriguez, and I think they think that too. There's a couple of times where she's had a face-off with... Do you think she can crack that sort of Bianca, Charlotte... I do. Becky... There's twice now. So remember... Bianca, Pantheon. We... Rhea Ripley's still there. We kind of felt it happening. <laughs> in the first NXT run with Dakota Kai, she got the ball. She kind of fumbled the ball. 
run wasn't great, was it? Do you remember? Like kind of that like first go. Oh yeah, it sucked ass. But that's almost like NXT acting as developmental, isn't it? Oh, we're going to give you this push within the tag team where you're eventually you know that Dakota Kai is going to turn on you, and then you've got to be the you've got to be the Diesel to Sean and all that. They lent in that really heavy, and the title win didn't go that well. Like the run with the belt didn't go that well. But you learn from those mistakes, don't you? And I think she's kind of already shown in these glimpses that she will be part of that crew. So they're not a great, they're not a bad tag team. They've got that Braun Ricochet thing where she hoys Liv Morgan about. That's quite fun, but. It's more because they're the only two stars, and you're not taking the belts off the actual stars. Uh, I don't think. I think if you if you're a WWE writer, now that's up to you. I would probably pitch to put it on the heels because you could have comic potential, comedic potential with Chelsea Green, like faking injuries or saying that just complaining to management about the conditions and her refusing to. Do, you might as well treat these titles like total jokes. Because they are. Yeah. No one takes them seriously. It's an accomplishment. So if you had Chelsea Green holding them and doing funny things to try and avoid defending them, if I was a writer, I'd say, right, okay, at least that's, I've got a character and you can have a story without a character. This character at least is not some lass's mate because yes. that's what everyone is in this division up to this point. I would do, attempt to do the switch. I'm quite comedy. I'm earnest about this. <laughs> I would do the switch and give it to Chelsea Green and, um, Sonny Deville. Sonny Deville. I was looking right at it, and the name just completely blanked me. Um, just for that reason, and for that reason, alone. Uh, Honk, Tom, Honk Tom Andrew, once upon a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a place for this on the card. Indeed. Um, last thing to preview. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the game! Sorry, did I once today? What is a Viking? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? What's a Viking rules match? Well, <laughs> <laughs> is it just a hardcore match called Viking rules? Yeah, um, oh, ha- I want to see a boat. Well, yeah, this is what I was thinking of when I saw this graphic last week. I wanted to get excited. Chad Gable's incredible. I'm going to quickly Google things associated with Vikings. Well, there was a Viking rules match, I believe, between the Viking Raiders and the New Day. On a SmackDown about a year ago. I remember that. And it was, hey, you know what Vikings had? Trash cans with kendo sticks in or something like that. I wanted, like, there to be a lake. And I remember, is it the Viking funeral from Game of Thrones where they fire an arrow onto the boat as it floats off to sea with the dead bodies stacked up on it? on fire, yeah. Yeah. Like, we've already got a fire. On to Valhalla. That's what a Viking rules is. She stole in her jacket. Remember that? Valhalla's got a yeah, yeah, yeah. Senior's jacket. Absolutely, absolutely abysmal. Letterman jacket. Yeah, um, a table, but it's not any table. It's got symbols painted on it. Um, a kendo stick, but not any kendo stick. It's got little handles at the side, so it looks like a sword. In 1992, the Berserker tried to stab the Undertaker with a shoot sword. It broke the ring. Give me a sword. Give me a real sword. At the very least, if you want to do this functional... Why don't you have like the um, you know the big Viking funeral pyre that gets set on the body of water and then yeah. on fire? Have that as in like the ambulance slash dumpster slash coffin yes. thing. I got a spot for you. Vikings have got longboats, haven't they? Yes. Right. You got the Viking raiders on the outside, and you push the longboat to the side of the ring. And then you create a seesaw effect where Chad Gable sits on the far end and then Otis jumps on the near end and it propels Gable over the top rope onto the Vikings below. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes, please. 
Um, so I've done ten things. I've things associated with Vikings mm-hmm. to try and come up with some creative spark here, and they didn't wear horned helmets. Oh, so the berserker was a lie. Yep, known for their excellent hygiene. I found out what a berserker was. What is it? When I was watching Horrible History, it's yeah. like it was a soldier in olden times who used to like manifest the characteristics of an animal and do berserk dances for intimidation purposes. You can't, like, you can't, John Nord debuted in WWE as the Viking, and Vince was like, ah, don't know, too obvious, too petrolly, we'll call him the Berserker. How does he know? Well, like, and how did it go that way around once upon a time, Vince? He would never do that now, would he? Like, what the fuck's the Berserker, Paul? We're calling him the Viking, we're calling him the Viking McViking face. These two, yeah, like, war raiders. Um, the Viking experience. The Viking experience. Jesus Christ. Um, Viking women enjoyed some basic rights. Um, I don't know. It's just going to be some kendo sticks and some bin lids in it. Do you think Edge is going to reprise his role from the TV show Vikings? He was in Vikings, wasn't he? He was, yes. He's going to be like a special guest. Like they're going to pull away some masks and it's like, who's that? It's Bloody Edge. It's Bloody Edge. Uh, I saw, saw this Viking stuff and I thought I'd come along. Yeah. <laughs> Love that, love that about me. Thought it was an open call. And uh, yeah, that's the preview, I think. If there's anything else, I certainly can't be bothered to research it. Um, let me know what weapons you would use. If you were booking a Viking <laughs> match. you were born in Viking times. If you were, you know, booking a Viking rules match, what weapons would you use? Let us know at WWE on Twitter whilst you're there. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at M. Sidgwick. Check out, if you have not done so already, our Collision and Smackdown reviews, if you're a tosser like Pat McAfee. Um, coming up tomorrow, we've got the usual thing, I think. Yeah. Everyone's in, all going well, of the um, NXT preview, and join us for the Raw review. And uh, I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> what, bitch? See you later. See you in a bit. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.